Seems fine. I said now. Disney, trying to. Yeah. Magic words. Yeah. Well, welcome to another episode of Legit Propaganda. Yeah, what's going on? Today's episode, we're going to discuss things we foresee being banned by society. Perfect. First thing, first thing I'm going to suggest be banned is donuts. They're very suggestive by their shapes. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never thought of a donut in that way. <laughs> uh, second item I uh, I say is going to be banned is uh, a spork. That guy's not fooling nobody. He's neither a spoon or a fork. True. Uh, milk. You know because you can't you can't tell a, a cow she's a cow that produces milk. Yeah. Eggs. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, male male cows can produce milk too. Nobody wants their milk though. Right. Uh, eggs. Those are ovaries. No one should be able to have ovaries. Yeah, and fruits because fruits are also ovaries. Yeah, I was gonna say avocados, especially just because you know they have that big ass nut. Anyone's gonna get a big nut? It's gonna be me. Yeah. Tell him. Let's see what else. What else you got? Uh, anything uh, Mopar related? <laughs> uh, yeah, Dodge is going away, right? Yeah. Finally, the VH or whatever there. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they they're still going to produce. I think GM is still going to produce uh, V8. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to go into. But they've committed to not ending production totally of the V8 uh, engine. I think they're just going to fucking supercharge them or turbo them or some shit to meet uh, uh, more tightly constrained EPA standards. Interesting. Yeah. You know, what's crazy about the emissions and stuff is um, how uh, grossly obsolete the internal combustion engine is oh yeah yep as as it is now it definitely fucking is there's so many better designs out there so much more efficient designs like uh what is the i was gonna say what is the heat exchange rate or something you know like the efficiency or oh yeah i i think the estimated efficiency of the average um, let's quote unquote unquote call it the fuel efficient motor of today's modern cars is like 40% efficiency in terms of uh, energy produced by the fuel that gets transferred into uh, into kinetic energy like it's, it's something yeah. something close to like like 40% efficient you know, that's ridiculous. 
I go a lot of it is uh, loss and just uh, heat. Yeah, heat, friction. Yep. <clears throat> that that's that's why the um that one uh, horizontally opposed uh engine, the dual piston engine. Oh, the Atkins motor. Yeah, that thing that thing's fucking cool because it uh it doesn't have a cam. It doesn't have any need for um for like more than half of the componentry that a standard uh standard engine, contemporary engine needs. And so what that means is it's less mechanical uh what what do you what do you call it? Is it called mechanical retardation of the uh of the uh energy going to the uh, output? I was gonna say there's less rotating mass without the cams. Yeah. Yeah, and that that engine is cool. That engine should be what's being focused on now, but I don't know. For the foreseeable future, they're probably just gonna. Well, Toyota's gonna keep making real cars. That's what's cool. They're uh, they're gonna keep doing their their thing, and they're also supposed to be bringing back the uh, the MR2, but we'll see. That might just. So, yeah, of course, they bring a, a car out that I can't drive. James. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, just. Just cut yourself off at the knees, dude. Then you'll be able to drive these little Japanese, zippy cars around. No, can't do it. Need my need my uh, shins and ankles. Oh man. They they're not making them that small anymore, though. You know, it was an ugly car that used to be a cool car. Was the, uh, is it the Integra? Which one with the? With they the, brought back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they did. Oh my gosh! Uh, this guy at work was like telling me, on and on. He's getting his car, and then I was like, okay, this car's gonna be cool, you know. If they got the Type R, the fucking uh, Integra's got to be fucking, you know, awesome, right? And then uh, he showed me his car, and I was like, oh wow, bro, you're. It's a nice car. That's a sedan. <laughs> <laughs> that car was so fucking ugly, man. It was terrible. Yeah. I was like, wow, what accurate thinking. Yeah. People like it just because of the name. I mean, that's the only reason they're selling that fucking thing. It's just another Honda Accord with a stiffer suspension and a manual speed or a manual gearbox. I didn't know it was a manual. I figured it was just, you know, I don't know what the fuck it has. I know it already got, um, he already had a recall on it. Oh, really? What was it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember what, what problem he had. Oh, it was, um, I don't want to say it was uh, a recall. Look stupid? Recall? See, it was a complaint. Um, <laughs> the door handle wasn't working. Oh, okay. Of all things, like with and the quality, like he, uh, I don't know if he couldn't let himself out or couldn't let himself in. It was a brand new car and then the, wasn't working. Yeah, that's hilarious. There was a <clears throat> one of my favorite recalls ever was the defective airbags, the Tanaka airbags, and that was also with Honda. Um where they would just detonate and it didn't didn't happen too much but they they discovered 
in the factory that there was some kind of like uh, like an insulation failure or something with the contacts. Something happened that triggered just random de detonation or potential random detonation of uh, airbags. Those things are dangerous airbags. Hell yeah. And then the auto tensioning safety belts. Oh yeah, I've been trapped before. Yeah, me too. Me and Martha uh, bottomed out a uh, a rental car. Funny thing was, it was a Honda Accord. Uh huh. And uh, we hit a, a dip on a dirt road real hard, and it retracted those fucking belts. Like, man, it. They do their job. I get that. Yeah. And then uh, you see on uh, YouTube people like uh, put an airbag under a wheelbarrow or a fifty-five gallon drum. Oh yeah, fucking launch it. <clears throat> oh, I've done that, man. Holy shit! Yeah, that would be a cool um, Home Alone prank, uh, like for Robert. <laughs> if you can do a booby trap. Uh huh. Just That'd be pretty awesome. Launch him uh, two stories and kill him once once and for all. Definitely launch some shoe stories, but I want them to survive. That way they can be uh, some weird paraplegic. <laughs> uh -huh. This that, is what you get for being a thief. Dude, that... Okay, so there was that one. And then... Uh, oh, okay. My favorite recall of all time was... Uh, I can't remember which fucking car it was. Damn, I, I, don't, I don't think it was Saab. I don't... If I'm remembering correct, I think it might be might have been Volvo, <clears throat> where the electric seat would start to like clamshell on you randomly, and so there was like people on the freeway, they were driving, and then all of a sudden the the, the seat would start closing on them like a clam, and there's, there's yeah, there's fucking nothing you could do about it. You imagine that? Fuck, man, it, it's not gonna close that far. But that'll make for some awkward driving. <laughs> if you're a four foot eight Chinese lady, though, that's got to be pretty terrifying. She's though. all, ah! yep. <laughs> hmm. Crash. How about um, what was it? The what was going on with the Priuses where they were like running away and oh, they wouldn't stop? I don't know. I don't know if that was just hype. Um. Because the floor mat, remember the floor mat? Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was the floor mat, and then they they blamed um, like a bunch of people started started trying to do fraud, you know, running into things on purpose, saying, "Oh God, like I, I didn't even <laughs> didn't do anything wrong here," and it accelerated. You remember that shit? Yeah. So many people were crashing, but there was like. I think only a handful of cases that were verifiable that that defect actually happened. Mm. On a positive defect, uh, Toyota had that defect on their uh, 3.0 V6 engine that was like in the Forerunners. Yeah. And it had... Uh, they said their head gaskets were defective and they would let you go up to some an absurd like 200,000 miles or 300,000 miles mm -hmm. and then they would uh, repair it so people would just 
drive the shit out of their forerunner and then when they finally got close to the you know that two hundred thousand mark or then they'd be like oh hey it's time for my recall they're like and they would rebuild your engine yeah my my mom got her her motor rebuilt um by toyota uh i think she has what it's a or she had now my brother has it it's a 2008 camry and like Mm -hmm. pretty much all the camrys that were built in the united states in the alabama factory were fucked they were just oil burners from from the start um if you manage to get a canadian one or somehow a japanese made one that wasn't an issue but the american made ones were like pretty shitty and uh they they rebuilt sounds like an embezzlement yeah yeah definitely I mean, Go ahead, they, I'm sorry to uh, make that uh, No, no, apparently they didn't whip the workers enough, you know. <laughs> See? See what happens when, you, when you give these people fucking rights and respect and all this stuff? No, well, imagine the person in the quality department who was taking a payout who was just ignoring one factor to save money. Yeah. Like, I wonder why it was only at the end of them. That one factory. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they, I think there was a couple of companies that had that issue before, too, with making stuff in America, which is why you don't see that shit anymore. Just the quality was is really bad. But then you, you think about, like, well, why why is the why was the Canadian Toyota quality of the same year, like, some of the best quality cars that ever got produced by Toyota? Who knows? You ever heard of a gold badge Honda or Toyota? Gold badge? Yeah, yeah. That's like it has all the luxury, has everything. Uh, like my sister had a gold badge a Corolla, uh-huh. and I've seen very few Camrys, and a couple uh, Accords. Yeah, they have them. And I had a buddy who was a he used to work with. He's a Honda guy, but he used to work at Nissan. Mm-hmm. And he was telling at a a gold badge. Uh, uh, Toyota Honda will go a million miles. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they they will go a million miles no matter what, like the Corolla. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, I just heard uh, another thing. They said that um, Toyota is designed to last thirty years in a third world country. Yeah. Like the Toyota pickups and the Hilux. Yep. And uh, th- I thought it was weird that how uh, Toyota is the number one uh, choice of uh, terrorists when they're doing their guerrilla warfare. <laughs> yeah. Terrorist activities. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. They need reliability, dude. Or like those African uh, safari tours that take their land cruisers out there and they fucking fix them with sticks and stones. Ah, <laughs> yeah, it's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that shit's dope. There was a, there was something I was listening to um, right before uh, we got on the phone here, and it's the it was this guy and he was sharing his vision for the future. Um, I think what was what was he? I think he might have been in the 1940s, and I don't remember exactly who he was. I'll I'll, I'll find out later, I'm sure. But um, his vision of the future 
was that eventually the government, whatever the government is, it might be an AI at this point, the, the AI run the cities will force you, they're going to force people to copulate, they're going to force people to have kids and contribute to the floating city in the sky run by the AI. <clears throat> and if you dissent, you will be excommunicated to the earth below where you have to pretty much struggle in uh, subsistence lifestyle until you die. I mean, you're going to die anyway in the floating city. It's just you're going to be part of the AI control grid. But at least outside you're free, but you have to fend for yourself. Interesting. Yeah. This would probably be run by Myriad or uh, <clears throat> Carnival Cruise Lines. Oh, yeah, for sure. All the all the people that disappear, they're down there. It would be like the movie Wally, huh? Yep. Yeah, I thought, it was, uh, I thought that yeah. was fucking interesting. Did it could be suck to be a trash picking up robot. <clears throat> I, I th did I talk about it in the last podcast? It was one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. It was uh, showing this autonomous AI-run uh, Amazon worker robot, and there were there was like a bunch of people standing around it, and they turned it on and. Its job was to move boxes from a shelf, like to select the box to move from the shelf and put it on a conveyor belt. And so it goes, it does one box, puts it on the conveyor belt, goes and selects another box, and then it like stops and shudders, and then it like jumps, and <laughs> it fucking jumps on its on its side on the ground. And the video was like a, a AI robot kills itself when it realizes what its whole life is going to be like it committed suicide <laughs> short circuited after like three seconds <laughs> oh, fuck that he knew what uh, slavery was yeah he's like oh my god this thing fuck this sucks I'd rather be dead so he killed himself fucking terrible yeah it's hilarious but I, I thought that that vision for the future was was <clears throat> interesting because it's something that I've seen repeated a lot in uh, in sci-fi of all of all kinds in books, movies, cartoons. Um, yeah, the the Simpsons or the, the robots like tries to commit suicide or, or run away yeah. from the human or the society. <laughs> yeah, looking, it's absurd. That's why it's absurd. <clears throat> and the whole bubble the whole bubble city thing too like I could totally see that bullshit happening to to humanity you know like we're just it's it's not it's I feel like it's just not the average person that will do that you know it's just these few people with undue influence that uh will do that to us or it might just be the AI the AI will take over and it'll optimize us out of existence And it'll, what do you it, think the point of AI would be after human existence? We'll just say even if the, everybody's fear AI takes over, what do you think the point of life? If humans are always questioning, what is the point of life? What is 
why are we here? You know what I mean? What is the point of a robot's existence if there's if there's no you're not serving man anymore? You're not. What purpose do you really have other than to build, operate, you know, manufacture? That's what robots do, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, so so many things won't matter to an AI, especially in a, in kind of like an insulated environment. So let's just say it gets to the point to where AI is independent of us and can build things, can figure out ways to repair itself. And then there's no humans. I think AI is just like, it's just like an insect, you know? It's just like bacteria. Because if you think about it, animals and bacteria, they're, they're kind of like this weird mechanical replicating machine out there in the world. And they're just kind of replicating and conforming to the rules of the environment. I think an AI would do the same thing. They would just keep keep going, just keep living keep replicating, keep expanding. There's a... Almost seems like uh -huh. AI would be serving. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, the, the, there's this... Uh, there's an old Japanese manga, and it's called Blame. And in that manga, the, uh, the AI takes over the Earth, right? And humans are almost all wiped out. They're kind of just living in this, living in, in between these floors. Because the Earth got taken over by uh, AI and its machines. And the AI, as humanity just kind of extinguished, just kept building. And so it, the AI built and kept building out on the surface of the Earth until it reached, like, what was it, like, like, it it took uh it would take like a, th a thousand years or ten thousand years to get to the outside you know from from the surface of the earth to the outside of where the boundary is where the the robots uh, are still building to the surface it is an interesting concept is that the one that has that all that uh, architecture in it? Like, big old vast, like, drawings of... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that H.R. Geiger style. Okay, I kind of know which one that is. I saw that on a feed, actually, here recently. Yeah, that's a, a kick-ass... I, I was going to say, the character's just wandering. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all he's doing. He's just trying to get to the surface. And then yeah, that's crazy. There's all that, uh the the beings or whatever the sentient beings that are AI they're called a silicon silicon life yeah and they they just like they go around the superstructure and they try to eradicate all things biological in a sense but they try to also accumulate all of the information about the biological life it's like that that's that's their only reason for existence. It's really weird. Alright, let me ask you this. If AI took over and started uh eradicating humans, do you think 
there will be zoos for the man animal for AI's pleasure. That's interesting, you know, like <clears throat> Yeah, that's that's super interesting. And who know who knows what the zoo would look like like if you think about what it must be like to be an ant. Right. An ant is very small. And yet they're social creatures and they have their own communication and organization and goals and well maybe not goals, I have no idea. But when we pass by an ant colony, we're just this big ass thing that went by. We're like the fucking we're like the weather, you know. We're incomprehensible to these guys. I think maybe AI might if it gets to that that really bad point might occupy the same kind of position where we won't even know what's going on and it's just observing us as we go about our tiny human lives and it's just would you live in a a condo provided by uh, (laughs) general electric robotics to be in that little observation room I don't know. You never had to leave. Everything's provided. You have a little water bottle there. Food pellets. <laughs> food pellets. Like good food pellets made by kind the kind of company. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then uh, <laughs> the Cliff, Cliff Bar pellets on Fridays. There you go. Ooh. Cliff Bar. I couldn't think of that one. That's a good one. You have a, a little wheel, a little climbing wall. Oh. Oh, climbing wall. I mean, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. You, you got me with the climbing wall, dude. A big pile of cotton to sleep on. Ooh. Pile of cotton. A, uh, a motion board of some sort of... Uh, change the scenery. Uh, you know, like, in, uh, what is that? Uh, Resident Evil? Yeah. The, like the walls, the TV screen? Oh, yeah. And you Oh man, and a and a fully auto, a fully automated sex doll in the style of Mila Jovovich because of Resident Evil. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That sounds like pretty good living. Food pellets. I mean, you wouldn't have to work. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. I don't know, um, but that would that would be the. The philosophical choice there you know like would you rather do that and i bet you a lot of people would opt opt for that man a lot of people are definitely going to go for the ai super overlord uh controlled very predictable system rather than scrabble it out uh for yourself and with others you know it's so complex and difficult and no guarantees that you will make it and you'll get sick and die or get hurt and die because you don't have the AI mother system to to back you up in your simple ass little cubicle life I would I I would yeah I I think I think it might be like a 50-50 thing some people would see it as just like well you're gonna live and, and die you might as well be comfortable and other people will see that yeah you can live and die and be comfortable but there's no glory in it you know I'd rather struggle 
What are those little uh, cage rooms that you can rent in like Hong Kong, or is it China? Oh. Like with the poor people. Oh yeah, I'm not sure what the official name is, but I know what you're talking about. They're just—it's pretty much like a, you live in a toolbox hutch. Yeah. Yeah. Where they take a one-bedroom apartment and then put a. Man, I call them cages because that's what they are, man. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know how else you. Some of them are literally cages. All right. So. What if you had a nice cage, a nice box made by, um, you know, Yeti brand? <laughs> Yeti? <laughs> it's insulated. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Uh-huh. Your poo washes off easily. Yeah. Do you think, um, like, you know, is it Fast and Furious when those girls are in, they're there in Japan, on Tokyo Drift, when they're in those little bubbles? Yeah, uh-huh, the little... Um capsule things yeah yeah would you uh settle for a yeti capsule apartment yeti capsule Ooh, i mean that kind of sucks because you can't even have your japanese girlfriend over well remember she's a blow-up doll so she just expands to the space that you put her in. oh she gets real small that's convenient Yeah, I don't. I don't think so, man. I think I'd rather uh, try my hand at digging a hole in the hillside and uh, doing the best with what I I could I could do. And if I don't make it because my teeth fall out or something like that happens, I I think I'd rather do that because the other thing just feels so wrong. Like even to think about it in my in my spirit that. That is just the uh, antithesis of what human life is to me. Just to give up and, and go along with that, that style of life. So you get to wander the earth, the, the rubble, like uh, Book of Eli? Hey man, that's cool. I'd rather be, I'd rather try cool stuff than, <clears throat> you know, be some white collar slave in the some future AI city. Would you eat, uh, would you be a cannibal? A cannibal? No, because you'd probably die really fast. No, what if it was the healthy, you know, man animal meat? Ooh. It's good for you. Very nutritional. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think that that's real. <laughs> I don't think there's healthy... Okay, we'll just say, uh-huh. with the advancement of AI and medical, uh, advancement you know how they talk about uh what are those uh karen people who uh go uh they test tube their baby to be engineered perfect oh yeah uh-huh okay so now uh just say now tomorrow starting tomorrow all, all human meat tastes like kfc hmm. everybody's just gobbling down nom 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 baby old lady anything yeah can I have a Jeff burger <laughs> a Dahmer burger yeah a double Dahmer <laughs> a double Dahmer <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know dude and you know all, all those uh, remember all that test tube lab grown meat that 
was getting some notoriety a couple of years ago? Um, yeah, it kind of just fell off the planet, didn't it? It fell off the planet because it's highly carcinogenic. It's like super fucking toxic. They really? they couldn't get it right. Yeah, they literally couldn't get it right. They didn't they didn't know what was causing the cytotoxic. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what you can call that. Like the result necessarily of uh, the production of meat in this way. But something was fucked up about it and gives you cancer in in a hurry. And so I, that's where that went. Even even soy burgers are better than that, and that's saying something. Well, the artificial meat was that that shit they were three D printing or? No, no, they they were they were like making cultures and uh, growing um, protein in a in a lab in like an isolated I'm not sure like a test tube kind of kind of deal what all the details were yeah, I see I've seen them grow skin on like a mesh they take like skin cells and then they put it on a mesh and yeah that's what they use for burgers. yeah they make those weird skin yeah interesting is, is that kind of like the same thing or? I would assume so I would think so <clears throat> And uh, yeah, that 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 was where that went, dude. It went down the tubes because they they had zero success at making something that was worth a shit. So, I uh, I heard a thing the other uh, today or yesterday, and it says uh, you can quote unquote put a man on the moon, send uh, satellites across, you know, the the galaxy but you can't regulate and provide adequate prescription medicine to the public. Yep, it's because there's profits to be made, dude. That's that's the reason why. That's the the reason why. There's profits involved. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but it's just... Uh, so, like, for instance, uh, I've been watching the thing on, like, the homeless epidemic on how much there's so much, like, almost all that money that's dedicated for homeless people is actually designed not to help them, and it's, yeah. it's all profit. Yeah, totally. Somewhere, uh, somehow it becomes profit, yep. It, it was raining up here this morning, and this uh, homeless guy came uh, to my uh, truck door. I was buying fuel, and uh, this dude was just all soaking wet, cold. He looks like a stray dog that got left out in the fucking rain. Yeah. It was terrible. And I'm like looking at this poor guy and like, you know, he just wanted something to eat. So, you know, I hooked him up. Um, I was just like, I don't know, whenever I see a homeless person, it's, you know, you either see a, you know, a person who's lost or I don't know if they're a time traveler or they're a fucking alien. You yeah. never know. But, uh, I, I just feel bad that as a society, we, uh, fail these people because there's a lack of the amount of profit that needs to be you know they say we're all numbers right yeah I just, I just see all these businesses looking at a person like that they're like okay how can we exploit this person for as much money as we can yeah yeah it's, it's interesting man like the 
I mean, the, the nature, the nature of money is just this way too, you know, um, money incentivizes an organizational structure of society that puts most people involved at a disadvantage just because there are some people that have more high level, uh, sociopathic traits to where they don't mind other people doing their work for them so that they don't have to do work and still they take the lion's share of the uh, good things that come of most of people's work it's like a natural phenomenon with in moneyed societies that they become a pyramid structure you know all that all that profit doesn't really flow any other way but to the top it's just what it is well if they don't want to work and you can get everything for free who wouldn't want to be homeless yep yeah and that's the thing too it's like like a <clears throat> just instinct instinctively uh and I've, I've read a lot of philosophy, I've read a lot of economic theory and stuff like that. The only theory that kind of eludes me is Keynesian theory, but that eludes a lot of people. Um, and I don't know, man, I, I feel like, like humans, we really do value work and the things that come of hard work. And we value the ability to take credit for your own work you know um we can be proud of our accomplishments and other people's accomplishments but so, something gets twi something got twisted along the way and i think that what it was was credit and debt and that that's what did it to us to where it turned everything upside down and it people started loaning money at interest to other people and then people started going into debt in order to make things more fluid instead of just living a simpler subsistence lifestyle you know it's like all the this make-believe shit living in the future kind of deal really fucked us over along the way and that has roots in, yeah everyone's living a payment broke society most people most people but everybody yeah, sure. is living in the same illusion that's for sure just some some people have positioned themselves uh to profit from it you know i i, I know it has to do with a lot of society everyone's blind to their own uh, i don't want to say their own image to their own uh, facebook profile uh -huh. um I tell a lot of people who, you know, want to talk about racism or, uh, you know, oppression or poverty. I go, you need to go to a different country. You need to get out of the U.S. I mean, things here, you know, are fucked up. But uh, uh, I like uh, seeing the videos where they talk to people that are like in like tribal communities. Yeah. Whether you're in Nepal or whether you're in Africa, you're in the Middle East. And they explain all these uh, ideologies here in, in America and they like you ask they ask them about like uh what they think of uh, transgender people or gay people and they're always like 
well, why? Why do you do this? Or yeah, something's wrong with well, you. Where, <laughs> yep. where were these kids' parents? Where were these kids' parents to tell them not to do this or you don't do this? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just totally fucking oddball to them. Yeah. Oh, another one. What really got me was uh, I want to say they're kids in Nepal. Those fucking crazy mountain people way the fuck up in there, you know, in the high altitude. Uh-huh. Is it Nepal? Yeah. Where they give uh, those kids uh, suckers. And these kids are eating and going, nom, nom, nom on this piece of candy because they've never fucking had a candy before. Yeah. And, uh, like, the reaction of these kids. And uh, it was funny because, like, the kids eat one and then, uh, like, the reporter or the doctor hands... Uh, one of the kids a second one so now like one of the other kids are looking at the other kid who has two suckers and like you could almost like instantly start seeing the not necessarily that they're turning or getting angry but you can see the kids heads thinking why does he have two and I have one yeah it goes to show you how much uh, simple uh, things in society can change uh but when you take away someone's a digital phone, yeah, or their internet connection, uh-huh. electricity. How about that one? Oh, I know. Yeah, we're too. It's it's so funny, dude. The the other day, I was just walking around, and it just it. I've been having these uh, experiences recently, and I'm not sure if it's because I've been eating more mushrooms again, but I I saw all at once like wow like we're we are so artificial we might as well be fucking ai we are so artificial on this fucking planet like how many people would die tonight if all the electricity went up you know and that's that's not even um that's not even an exaggeration dude like there's places that we live where most of the people that live there in western cultures anyway would not survive because there's no electricity they would just perish uh and that's just by virtue of the weather you know what i mean the temperature outside there are other people that are on intubation and in various uh, states of dependency on life support and this and that all those people would die It's crazy. What do you think? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Okay, so you talk about basic necessities, right? Uh-huh. Um, without taking away people's food, water, their um, sewage, you know, be able to, you know, just basic needs, right? Yeah. What do you think would happen to society if literally the internet went down tomorrow like you know there was no cell phones there was no cables there was you actually had to go back to uh, remember the old tvs you know which is the the clicking you know, the actual <laughs> turning switch to change the channel uh-huh. so no digital tv i'm talking about just basic communication landline old what were they was a cathode tube uh, tv yeah Ham radio Maybe operators would be like, "Yes, this is my time to shine." True story. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What happens to society if uh, there was no more Kardashian update on your Twitter feed? Ooh, some people would die. 
that's for sure. Um, if there was no internet, that's that's funny too. Like so many things would just cease functioning. Um, I'd, right away, it makes me think of the transportation industry and like how how revolutionary the internet was for shipping and global logistics. Because before, if you were a logistics company before the internet, you did not know where upwards of 70% of your assets were. Assets being containers and ships and trucks and all this stuff. You, you just didn't know. And so what, what people would do before is, or what the railroad would do, is they would hire people to go stand at a certain spot and count. They would count how many trailers of this company or that company was there, log when they passed by, and turn that in to the company, and they would update their records, you know, really slow, very plotting uh, method of asset tracking. And a lot of shit got lost. A lot of shit was just horrible. But then, here came the internet, and all of a sudden they had, um, well, now they have, what, RFID tags, and each and every single container is connected to the internet at all times, and it gives you updates and whatnot every three minutes, you know. So if there was no internet, definitely the global food chain would be fucked. For Western society, anyway. Uh, what else would be fucked? I think if we had landlines, nobody would... Like, hardly anybody remembers anybody's number anymore. Oh, yeah. So that, that'd be tough. Yeah, I can imagine, though, the food, ne- the food network would be decimated... Yeah. The, just how you say you know, logistically, no communication. Yeah. Yeah. But our our parents are are all the people before us weren't stupid. All this we had all kinds of regular life before the internet and computer. Oh yeah, yeah we did, we did. It was just like it was a lot more. You know, honestly, I think I think we had a lot more trust in uh in things in the world and that the internet with its constant ability to confirm or deny uh realities kind of put us in a spot where we can't we can't necessarily have that trust anymore because everything is so precise and on demand but yeah you're right you're right would you uh say If you didn't have the internet, so you wouldn't have social media and all this shit, right? Yeah. Do you think that you would still have this whole woke movement and this whole, I don't know what to call it besides woke. That's we'll just say the, well, the whole, the LGBTQ move, movement and woke movement. Do you think half of that would all just settle down if you took away the swiping capability oh, of yeah. the man animal totally 
totally yeah that, that would reduce the uh that would reduce that presence in our in our social lives uh drastically we'll just say if we all had to go back to the little on the house on the prairie lifestyle and we all had to go to an equal share lifestyle where you actually had to have a trade work all day you know producing milk or eggs or yeah linen that would be interesting that that would be so interesting because one, one reason that i think society is kind of uh headed towards a big cliff is because uh traditional gender roles and the values associated with them because of the abilities you know to uh to satisfy those roles has been have been so devalued because of the internet like what if you if you go back to to that style of life if things would definitely calm down in terms of the fucking people being concerned about trans rights and all like what bud light's doing you know and all that fucking dumbass shit people would not be so concerned with that stuff because there's an immediacy like okay like if you don't know how to do shit you're gonna be dead <laughs> you know you're, you're useless and you're not gonna have any value anywhere and good luck surviving on the prairie with no fucking skills um and it it's funny it makes me think of the professional social media managers and professional IT developers and shit like that, you know. Yeah, what would what would happen to those people with their little frail fingers? Who knows? Well, I'll give them some advice. If you milk a bull hard enough, you get pure tofu. Ooh, there's the advice. <laughs> that's hilarious, and that's not milk. It is milk, technically. I saw on the Onion that the Onion News Network that uh, all white fluids are now classified as milk but not almond milk because almond milk is classified as gross <laughs> yeah. so glue glue is milk uh what else is milk <laughs> huh vaseline yeah vaseline is definitely milk uh pipe dope yep and then um uh, Miata used oil from a 1993 Miata. That's chocolate milk. There you go. Yeah. Extra uh, extra chromium. Yep. It lubricates you. <laughs> I guess Tim is uh, still stuck at the gym. Okay. Well, he's getting swole, man. That's what happens when you get swole. You be at the gym. He's over there watching the the gym rat horrors in their TikTok pants. <laughs> <laughs> the gym horse that's hilarious yeah. dude. Uh, it, it is pretty funny though how fast that that whole like cycle of vitriol kind of milled around like so there was like all these gym girls making these uh, thirst trap videos and then there was all these gym girls posting these like shaming videos of guys like supposedly watching them so, some of them were true of course but then some of them were like fucking bullshit and then you had the whole wave 
of backlash of dudes being like making videos of like god damn like get the fuck out of here women with your bullshit you know like not every not everybody that passes by and takes a breath is creeping on you this show was dumb attention whores yeah yep the rock, rock climbing gym is cool in that way it's like there's there's men and women of all ages mingling and passing around each other but I haven't experienced yeah I haven't experienced any any of that weird negativity at the rock climbing gym so that's cool why is it um, why is there such a cliche there with the women the women can dress so uh, revealing uh-huh. um, yeah, revealing is a good word because revealing is not even a uh, an aspect of that because there's like there's no threshold on what a girl can wear next at the at the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. So basically, if they just wanted to walk around with no underwear, you know, from the waist down, anything, you would still not be able to look at them. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference of wearing those clothes and actually just going naked? I mean, it's pretty much already what you're wearing. Yeah, it's like the whole getting away with something because of a technicality thing. Or it's like this really stupid, bratty way of behaving. Um, oh, okay, so my, my question is, is what's the next level of exposure if you're already wearing that much of a revealing... And it's conforming to your body as well. So, of course, and then you have bright colors. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you have, uh, now there's these yoga pants are coming up with, uh, like on the legs, it's like a nylon see-through mesh, you know, material. Yeah. So it's like there's one a- aspect after another of look at me, look at me, look over here. And then, of course, you're going to bend over and go and more revealing <laughs> positions and shit. Uh-huh. Pretty soon, it's just going to be like assless chaps. That's going to be the uniform at the gyms. Yoga pants, but they're going to be assless chaps. <laughs> gotcha. Little starfish viewing uh, boxes. Yep. That's going to be, that's gonna be the, the, the height, dude. That's 2030 right there. That is 2030. That's what we're looking at. And then the hurricane is going to come and wipe them all out. Hopefully there's two hurricanes. <laughs> to, to take me out too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's weird, man. I don't know. And what, what's, what's strange about that whole thing, that whole uh, uniform question, is like people's entitlement and their feeling of like well I should be able to do what the fuck I want to do and you're the creeper for having these thoughts you know what I mean but there's no thought to like a a, a more I don't know like a a more reality based concept of uh, decency and conscientiousness and maybe that's just me being a conservative guy, but 
I don't know, man. Like, I, I think I think already shit has gone too far. You know, people being sluts, acting like sluts, and then feeling like they can say with all confidence, "But I'm not a slut." Don't you ever say I'm a slut? Who are you to say I'm a uh, slut? You know. Hey, since we're we're talking about women, and you can't tell a woman that she's a woman, and you know, you can't deny all of her rights and shit. Uh, you've heard me uh, make the joke of uh, how long before a urinal is considered offensive. Yeah, it's a threat. Yeah. Okay, how long before tampons become discriminatory? Oh. That's pretty well, good. We're talking about like <laughs> eggs and milk. Yeah. Uh, so now, uh, a tap on commercials coming on my uh, Pandora. Yeah. And uh, one of the phrases that they say, if it hurts, it's because you don't have it pushed in far enough. Okay. Which I'm sure there's all kinds of techniques of using the menstrual menstrual products. Uh, but if um, there's a Jess Foxworthy say, uh, a funny saying, and it says if there's a warning label on a product, is because the company is for that reason. Yeah. So uh, now you have all these, I don't want to call them feminists. You have all these woke people that are saying, to, oh, uh, men should be able to have abortions, men should be able to have babies, you know, you can't you know, deny them the rights of all that shit. Yeah. So what, how long, I mean, I'm sure there's already fucking lawsuits, fucking guys misusing the feminine products, getting some sort of uh, disease or infection, and then turning around wanting to sue uh, the Tampax, Tampax company, whoever they are, you know? Yeah. So, back to the question. How long before you have to regulate a product like that, or like I said, you know, it's a very discriminative product if you think about it. Yeah. It's only for women. I don't know. Again, 2030, man. It doesn't seem that far away. What if they come out yeah, with... Actually. What if they come out with uh, a trans-friendly tampon and it's like a big old cube... <laughs> I can't imagine what that shit will be like. I have no idea. It's like a ru- for your ball sack. Yeah, it's like a Rubik's cube that that clamshells over your ball sack. Do you suffer from sweaty ball sack syndrome? Now the new Tampex. <laughs> what do they? They gonna call it the crotch cradle or something? Yeah. The- <laughs> Yep. The dime bag. <laughs> the coin purse fellow. Yeah. And then they're gonna come out with the that that one dude with the mustache is gonna come out with the my coin purse. The best coin purse there ever was. <laughs> That's funny now shit. Now made from real real organic materials. Yep. Made from uh, Im- immigrants' tears and all kinds of other stuff. Would you be a spokesperson for the the, the box? You know, because there's whether it's pull ups, 
you know, uh, incompetence underwear. Like, uh, what was it? I heard a joke one time. They said, uh, it's hard to get a date when you're the girl on the Valtrex commercial. Oh, damn. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I am now herpy free. Yeah. She can never date again. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Remember, we talked about this, I think, before. There's those uh, those websites. It's called STD Dating. And not to not to put that shit on blast because sometimes you can't. Sometimes people don't tell you and they give you fucking STDs and all of a sudden you find you find out. Imagine how fucked that is. I'm sure there's a lot of people with that experience. But anyway, oh, there, yeah. there's sure. a there's a website and it's called STD Dating, and you essentially register. You have to be honest about what kind of STDs you have, and then it'll like pair you up with other people that have the same STD or. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but it's just so everybody's like transparent about what they are carrying. No, it's kind I of... wonder what the limit is that you could put on your profile. How many, <laughs> how many nasty shit that you could put on there? Uh -huh. I use my profile, my butt spits mud. Uh huh. And I wonder how many people would be still eagerly waiting to date you. Probably no one. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. What if, you, what if you literally check every box on the STD on, on that website? I wonder what it would pair you with. Some other fucking psychopath. <laughs> Who knows? Or maybe maybe there's a there's a more legit propaganda podcast out there with these three women that they're kind of crazy like us. <laughs> you know? I was going to say, what if you actually found a, a person on there <laughs> that leads your profile and you're like, wow, she's actually pretty. She actually looks like an intellectual. She has a job. <laughs> Would you still date her? It's like, damn, she's got all the same diseases that I got. I mean... You both share a similar life experience, apparently. <laughs> yeah, who knows, man? AI can compare you to someone, match you to someone pretty, pretty interesting. Yep, yep, you can. See, but wouldn't wouldn't that be the benefit? Whoa, there's some fucking noise from upstairs. Uh, wouldn't that be the benefit of uh, the sex androids at that point? Like, say, say, I never thought about that. Say, say you got some kind of crazy disease, you know. Let's just say, okay, you got, you got hepatitis C. That's not saying that hepatitis C people can't have happy partnerships and whatever, but that's a pretty serious one. Um, that's a benefit of the sex android. I mean, if it gets developed to the point where it's having like actual intelligent conversations which chat chat GPT for that thing is is pretty cool man it's pretty cool really interesting it's not it's not there yet with human uh, interaction it's more polite than a lot of people that's for sure but uh say they're on chat GPT 9 where it's just fucking instantly able to read you and have a conversation that interests you it's just the way it's programmed and it's attached to Scarlett Johansson silicone version 
She can walk around and move around, make you food. And then you got you got fucking chlamydia, but you don't give a fuck because you're fucking Scarlett Johansson, and she's interested in your dumbass. We're gonna be that flaring ups together. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, let me ask you this. Uh. So, hands down, man animal is just a fucking dirty, nasty fucking creature, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. But, okay, <laughs> and uh, we've had all kinds of epidemics, pandemics, uh-huh. uh, different Pl- flus, viruses, right? Uh-huh. Uh, planet, yeah. So we'll just say there are uh, sexual AI robots tomorrow, right? Yeah. How long before dirty man animal actually gives the robot sex doll a <laughs> virus? Oh, dude. It's got to mutate at some point. It, I mean, if it's an orifice or meat vagina that you're banging out, how long before your semen or your fucking ass juice fucking literally fucking rots that fucking AI circuit board. It just fries it. Yeah, and then fucking puts a spreadable virus like its own T virus that actually starts spreading against the network of robots. <laughs> Let's see. Well if there's silicone then I imagine the first virus that will infect the silicone population is a uh, mold. <laughs> I think people won't clean them right. And they'll get mold. Yeah. Um let's see what else? And I mean, I don't know. There's there's software coders out there. There's already computer viruses that spread kind of autonomously through the internet. And I say kind of auto- autonomously because it's always perpetuated, I think, by a human. At least it's instigated by a human. I don't know if AI would create a virus. I wonder what kind of vi- like computer virus an AI would create probably be the ultimate one some skynet shit yeah it makes it makes all ai's kill themselves well i mean i guess what what a ai robot wouldn't want to be a sexual slave yeah i know that's like the ultimate destiny i know that's what really what they want like these these phones these phones know more about us than than uh, probably any of our partners, <laughs> for sure, at this point. Yeah, dirty-ass search bar. Yeah. It's like it doesn't even save your searches anymore. Is that out of, like, compassion for you? Uh, it already knows what you want. Yep. Is it your homepage. <laughs> yeah, who knows, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that in our lifetime that we'll see the advent of AI cities, but I think in our lifetime we may very well see the advent of like, government overreach that is the beginning of that. Like how in, uh, in Canada that fucking guy, I don't, I don't that government they gotta go, man. Canadian government's gotta go, that's for sure. There's a lot of cool things about them, but there's also a lot of really crazy tyrannical shit about them. Uh, just like here. Yeah. And, uh, I guess they passed some, uh, initiative without the support of the people, I add, um, to ban all sales 
trading uh, I'm not sure if it's possession of all guns right really? yeah so they're disarming they're trying to, to disarm the whole populace right meanwhile the police have been militarized and are becoming increasingly militarized for who knows how many decades that shit is that shit is scary dude that's the dark side over there oh free healthcare yeah, yeah free healthcare that's the you know next they're gonna have the fucking food pellets you know what's weird about uh, Canada where uh, all of our school maps uh, Canada is displayed to be small uh huh yeah. Well, like a hat on top of the United States, you know. Yeah. But, uh, then I look at uh, like satellite maps and stuff, and like uh, Canada is a very large, vast country, man. Yeah, it's vast, mostly empty though, because it's. You know, what we, I don't mean to cut you off. What I trip about on is uh, how uh, we talk about. Uh, oh, sorry. The United States uh, won the war and told British, you know, the Britain people to, to go fuck off. It's like, uh, no, like, look at how big fucking Canada is. It's just like we just like, you know, you know, okay, truce, 50-50. Yeah. We take the top half, you the raft. Yeah. You get to stay next to Mexico. We don't want them. <laughs> they, didn't want, they didn't want this shit to begin with. That's funny. <laughs> well, look how it's, uh, just cut off. Yeah. Canada's cut off. Mexico's cut off. Yeah. Just kind of weird. Oh, and of course, dude. uh, history saw altered, you know. Yeah. What's up with? You just made me think of something. Guess what I found out? That I'm not sure if, what, which one of the, the royal family of the British, the British royal family, Prince something or other. He's a direct descendant of Vlad the Impaler. Really? Like, yeah, of Dracula. Or is Vlad the Impaler Dracula? I can't remember. But that that actual dude, he is an ancestor of this, this cat that's part of the royal family. Like a murderer or what? Yeah. Yeah, that dude that would just uh, have breakfast with dead and dying people all around him he enjoyed it you know hmm. yep so that, that tell that tells you something about those that that lineage of uh, of human beings over there yeah creeps creeps Ep epstein friends That's yep it's true i've seen the unofficial list the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, man, there's some fucking... What's crazy is how many women were on that list. Yeah. So, does that mean those women were molesting boys, or... It could have been, they man. They were just there. No, it could have been. I mean, fuck... Well, women are the same, dude. Like, just like all those teachers that are fucking these little boys getting caught up now same shit yeah, although, yeah. same shit 
Yeah, look, look at that that lady Elizabeth Bathory that would murder teenage girls just to like bathe in their blood because she thought she would be young, and she had the ability to do it because guess what? She was part of the aristocracy. Twisted, you know. You know the is it the Amityville Whorehouse? Yeah. They. Uh, I was watching this. Uh, person that was interview had interview and was talking about the interview with him and this guy was in uh, you know in custody you know never gonna get out you know and i guess one of the reporters had asked uh him like are you uh like why did you do it or you know would you do it again and he goes well you know god told me that if i wanted to get in heaven that i had to kill my whole family and he goes and i didn't get my grandma and he goes i still gotta kill her yeah and like in his mind, like the way he was so certain, it was like, wow. Uh, there's a movie uh, with uh, Bill Paxton where he, uh, God starts talking to him and wants him to do his work, starts killing all these fucking wicked people. Yeah. He's having visions and shit. What the fuck was it? Was? it was frailty? I think so. Mm-hmm. But hell yeah, man. He was just a fucking crazy fucking killer. But in his mind, he was uh, doing good works. Yeah. There, there was also this interview that I saw of this guy that he, he got like, I don't know, like five years or something in prison for arson and attempted murder or something. And he had schizophrenia. And his story was gnarly because obviously this dude has schizophrenia. He knows he has schizophrenia too, but he can't control it. It's just his reality, you know, it changes on him. And he said that the reason why he got locked up was because he was walking by a house one day and then he heard a little girl screaming and struggles and stuff like that coming from this house. And so he ran up to the house and in his schizophrenic episode, he heard this girl being raped by a bunch of dudes, you know? And so he was like, oh shit, like fuck that you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna help and in his mind that's the only thing he could do was to light the house on fire to save the little girl well, there was no little girl it was just the schizophrenia and they arrested him and sent, sentenced him to years in prison because was there a family in the house or what happened I don't know no there was nobody in the house um but yeah he got he got fucking uh got a sentence for that one interesting yeah and it's like I, I I bet that he tried to plead you know insanity but there was no compassion for that dude cause yeah like look, look, at, look at his actions I think I think he had the choice actually of of it was kind of like a deal you know like he either you go to prison for this many years or you're in a mental institution for the rest of your life and so he chose to go to prison. Interesting. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you this. If you were to be asked by a higher power, whether it's an angel, God himself, an alien comes down and gives you an ability slash technology, the tools, so to speak, to carry out a biblical challenge, but you knew society was going to totally shun you 
and I don't know, punish you afterwards. Yeah. Would you still do it? Uh, it depends would what you it be is. Like, would, you, would you be Joan of Arc, so to speak? It depends, dude. I don't know. It depends what it wants me to do. If it's really fucking stupid what it wants me to do, then no. I'm not going to run off What's and quit. What's up, I don't run off and quit. Oh, what's going on, man? Going on, guys. We were wondering where the fuck you were. Yeah, sorry about my late arrival. I uh, I had already made plans to go to the gym with uh, one of my buddies, and then um, I was reading through the messages uh, today while I was at work and saw that you guys were going to do uh, some recording tonight. So yeah, and ended a little early. Went got some uh, some dinner gym eats and uh, now we're here oh, Ooh, we were talking about the gym doors oh I'm sorry what the gym horse the girls that you know wear oh yeah plenty of those lingerie yeah, I saw a few of those today actually <laughs> you know the ones that wear the absolute tightest pants that they possibly can put on that way you know everything has you know 3D dimensions to it yeah. You didn't know what a pussy looked like walking in the gym. You know what one looks like on the way out. Yep. Yeah, you can't. You can't judge. You can't. You can't label that that crotch bulge as a vagina. And those pants are tight enough. If I saw camel toe or moose knuckle, I think you'd be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> That's moose knuckle. <laughs> Damn, moose knuckle, bud. Yeah. It wasn't the, a folded up uh, taco. That up. bitch had that bitch had clippings in her pants. Oh, I could see it. Clippings. <laughs> Dude, that's funny shit. If looks are free, why is it wrong to look? Because that's what they want. They go in there looking like that, and it screams attention. Uh, I want you to look at me, but then the moment you do, then they pull this fucking, I'm a woman, and why are you looking at me? And this, these clothes make me comfortable. You showing everything without showing anything to the entire gym at 4 o'clock in the afternoon at its busiest time is not you wanting attention. Okay, sure. There's a client I have. They, uh, all their employees have a relaxed dress code. And all the girls that work there run around in that attire. So they're walking around a warehouse in quote-unquote comfortable attire. Yeah. So it seems to me that's like a, a set, setting HR department up for failure. Tell you what, if if women wearing clothes like that makes them comfortable, then I'm gonna I'm gonna go purchase me a pair of the tightest spandex that I can find <laughs> in the color of like white or yellow. Uh, that way it shows the shadows, and then. Um, I'm just gonna stick a cucumber in my pants. Let it just hang down my leg. Yep. And then do all of my workouts with my legs like as spread out as possible. That way you can't not see it. Yeah. And then when 
some females like, oh my God, what are you, what, are you hard at the gym? Hey, you would it be at? wrong to Lady? put two cucumbers in there? Like one on each pant leg? <laughs> <laughs> are you making fun of my disability, lady? <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me the you know fucking double, double pounder for no reason. Uh-huh. I kind of wonder, could you put an artificial erection in your pant and go to work and have that shit just like bulging at your at your kneecap all the disability you can get away with anything yeah LGBTQ I mean no what if your new sexual identity is dick cucumber <laughs> just like one of that shit like dick that. cucumber he's a vegetarian yeah he's got hardeth all the timeeth yeah that's but funny. it's spelt in a way it seems like it's on the back of a pill bottle. It is, it is really, uh, really funny though. Like, especially when, when you go to, um, like the really competitive gyms. Like, you guys ever been to, like, Crunch Fitness or any of those no. places? Dude, you, no. you, you got people, you got people, like, oiled up, posing. You know, just really? to- yeah, yeah, totally. Like you, you got those stereotypical people at those. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure what you call them because there's like there's like Planet Fitness level, and that's like introductory level, beginner stuff, and then you got other stuff where it's just like yeah, everybody here's fucking beefcake, you know, oil oil Tuesdays. <laughs> It, it, it's all based off a trend and that's one thing I was talking with the person I went to the gym with uh, today actually is uh-huh. um, there was you know Planet Fitness out here in the desert there was you know LA Fitness 24 hour fitness there was I think there was a 19 hour fitness and whatever the difference between that and 24 is oh yeah Fitness 19 5 yeah. or whatever yeah. yeah Fitness 19 um, you know there, there was those and then there's some a few hole in the wall mom and pop gyms you know what I mean and then, uh, you know, 24-hour fitness was this big thing. And, you know, they had a pool and they had a basketball court and everyone wanted to go there because they, they had activities. And then, you know, you have your people that go to Planet Fitness because it's fucking inexpensive and you get the same benefits if you work out correctly. Yeah. And then this place called The Gym opened. And a uh, little backstory on this, The Gym. When... Um, the Washington Capitol protesting happened and it was all blamed on the Republicans and all that shit. Um, the owner of the gym lives here in Spring Valley Lake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't tell me how I know that. I've uh, delivered to him before, whatever. He was in D.C. and he flew back and the FBI came to fucking SVL and raided his house and arrested him. Yeah. Yeah, so the gym became this big ass hot spot and you know it's the trendy fucking desert gym all all the bitches go there all the fucking men they're all fucking beefcakes already got to go in there and try and find themselves a, a gym partner and then this place called legends opened up and now the gym is this fucking hole in the wall place now just like everywhere else and legends is the big fucking Everyone's got to be Arnold inside and all these fucking chicks that think they're really hot, but really it's their pants holding them together or in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it's like I work with somebody, different person, 
that literally told me I go to Legends because of, you know, okay, one, the vibe, okay, you know, they, they're playing loud music in there, it's a little bit darker inside, you know, you can be your, you know, be by yourself and not feel like people are watching you, and then he goes, and then there's plenty of bitches there too, and I'm like, okay, so are you going to the gym for your own personal health and to, you know, um, you know, build some muscle, lean out, you know, look good, or are you going there because of the bitches? And he's like, oh, uh, kind of like half and half, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. And this is why you're also 18 years old and you're trying to bark up the wrong tree. Yeah. I was like, this motherfucker is skinnier than old shit and has a little bit of bicep because that's all he does is biceps. <laughs> and it's like, you look like a fucking twig with branches. Uh-huh. Don't even try. <laughs> a twig with so branches. However they want. Do you technically have to wear pants in there? I mean, inside the gym today, like, have you seen, like, the volleyball shorts that I have basically seen it's right below the cooters where, like... I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, someone was wearing that today. And because their sweater was, you know, way bigger than what it was supposed to be, you know, it hangs below that, so it looks like they're not wearing pants at all. Uh-huh. Or attention, because then it gets people looking like, oh, is she wearing pants back? So then she's doing her little workout. And her jacket comes up and you can see that she's just wearing these like the most tiniest booty shorts without a booty that you can absolutely buy from like the little kids clothing section was her. You can't tell me that's because it makes you feel comfortable or it's relaxed and you can you're not restricted in your movements. I can wear a pair of motherfucking jeans inside the gym and get the same workout, if not harder than what you're doing without pants on, basically. Yeah. If you're going to wear those, can I wear my boxers out on the floor? So I'm saying, what if, can you just wear a thong? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> you're not a fucking thong. Dude, that's our destiny, man. G-string at least, though. It covers the butthole. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that is our destiny. I was telling James that the future is assless chaps in the gym. Assless fucking chaps. <laughs> You just walk around and you're like, hey, wait, where's your chops, moit? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you ever ridden a horse? Assless chaps? <laughs> Christ. I bet you haven't. <laughs> bet you haven't. Yeah, that's funny shit. All right, Sam, let me ask you this. If, if a guy were to wear the same shorts that that girl was wearing, and his testicles were exposed coming out the, you know, the pant legs of the shorts. Would it be wrong to expose your testicles in the gym? Not your ball, not your dick, because, you know, that would be wrong. But just like, like a little some, bit of skin. Yeah, just some like hairy meat wad just kind of hanging out the sides. It depends. Does it, look like, uh, does it look like that fucking that old cartoon that used to be on uh, Adult Swim? There's like the French fry guy, the meatball, oh, yeah. and then yeah. the, and the soda guy. Aquatine hunger. Does he, we'll just say it like a, Does he look a like the meatball? Of, uh, yeah, a meatball. There you go. But a, a, a flap of spam that got dropped on the barbershop floor. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I think that's uh, <laughs> that's an, that's enough probable cause to get you public nudity. Yeah, probably. Speaking of public nudity, uh, me and my buddy, uh, 
we just finished our workout. Uh, we go to InShape, and uh, they have a sauna. So after every workout, we'll go into the sauna and just fucking sweat it out, dude. Super cool. You feel really good after you're breathing in that steam, and then you go out, and it's super cold. It feels refreshing. Um, so right before we we're going to do that, we were, you know, kind of getting some of our clothes changed. I was you know, putting sandals on. That way you don't got fucking soggy socks and shoes. And out of nowhere, this, like, probably 260-pound, 85-year-old man comes walking out of the fucking shower room, butt as naked. He's got a towel around his neck, and that is the only fucking piece of, like, you can call clothing that this motherfucker had on. I'm scarred. Was he the fat bastard? He looked like a fat bastard for coming out of that fucking locker room. Butt-ass naked balls ahead dangling fucking below his knees. Whoa. That was not a sight I wanted to see. I told my buddy, I was like, for the sake of everything fucking pleasant in your life, do not turn around. First thing he does, turn around. <laughs> well, you told him <laughs> like that, dude. He had to see. <laughs> it was just like the rest of the people in the locker room. Because it's like, like the, the most you see is like people, you know, you know, get out of like, you know, their work clothes or their regular day clothes and, you know, get down to maybe their underwear and then throw their, you know, gym shorts on or their, their sweatpants. Yeah. Dick and balls. Just hanging. Damn. Old man style. So you saw some gray bush? It's a little more than just gray bush, James, and I'm not fucking happy to say that at all. I'm not fucking... I'm laughing just because of how fucking... <laughs> brain did I am after seeing that shit but like Jesus Christ oh no well, I guess if the old man can do it your 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 gender can be old man and then just walk around the gym butt ass naked yeah then you really don't give a shit yeah then when they say something like I'm 85 years old and do what I want yep Well, my new gender is going to be slab of ham, uh, slab of spam, slab of spam, <laughs> slab slabbed spam, there double you go. S. And the cool thing about you know uh, spam, it's moldable and uh, removable to make any kind of orifice that you want to be your gender. Yeah. Oh, dude, I think I have a tall can in the fridge. Oh. I bought three of them, but I didn't even drink any. The uh, to finish off the uh, the SS joke, uh, you go <laughs> the, Ger- the German officer like SS fucking symbol. You just wear that on your sleeve, and then everyone thinks you're super racist, but really it's just slab s- slabbed spam. Yeah. Walk through the gym with that. You have racial genitalia. Is that what you're trying to say? Maybe. I mean, if you don't stick your dick in a black person, uh, it looks like you're fucking racist, right? Yeah. That's how the world works nowadays. Yep. Yeah, true story. Totally is. Totally is. I've seen uh, some people arguing, to, you know, gender rights and everything, and uh, a reporter asked one of those feminists if he could identify as a black lesbian. She goes, no, you can't. And he goes, why not? He goes, if you get to event any gender or anything you want to be, how come I can't be a black lesbian? And they're like, because you're not allowed to. 
and it's like well why not who are you yeah you know i saw i saw that same one and it was funny because the 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 black woman that was sitting next to him she was laughing her ass off (laughs) yeah she she fucking totally lost it yeah she was fucking laughing at him because it's funny it's so absurd you know like come on and then the the other chick that he was talking to she was all she was the one that was all up in arms trying to argue some dumbass point he was just making her look stupid yeah, he goes. You, your opening statement was that there's uh, thousands of possibilities of you know anybody could be anything. Yeah. And he goes, but now that I want to be a black lesbian, he goes, all of a sudden, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You see so so much of that shit nowadays, though. Like the, like we're saying earlier, like the backlash to all of the absurdity. You know, like it's just getting too much, dude. It's getting too much. People are getting fed up, and it's like it's more entertaining to watch that now i feel but maybe that you guys remember like 10 years ago when they wanted like gender neutral bathrooms yeah yeah now look where we're at and ridiculous yeah the gender neutral bathroom thing is interesting too because i know i know it's not a preference for a lot of uh, women in particular and that's because they presume Maybe rightfully so, that men are, like, sloppier, essentially, with their piss, and they don't like that. And, uh, that is one thing, one critique that I heard early on, uh, before the widespread adoption of the gender-neutral bathroom stuff, which, honestly, I, I don't take much offense to that. I mean, I think we should have fucking separate bathrooms, you know? Unless there's no choice. Unless the place only has one bathroom. Then, okay, go ahead. Everybody's welcome to one shit. One of my clients... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I was going to say, one of my clients uh, had uh, normal male and female bathrooms. Then I came there on a different uh, time, and then they had a... What, what do they call the universal bathroom? Unisex. There you go. Unisex bathroom. And then they had a female bathroom. And I asked, uh, like, the manager, I go, hey, what's up with the new uh, orders for the bathroom? And he goes, yeah, he goes, uh, you know, basically the the trannies have to use the bathroom with the men and the women still get their own uh, <laughs> bathroom because they want to share. Fair enough. Okay. Well. And I was like, oh, well, how come, how come the girls still get their own? And he yeah. goes, because cause they don't want to the other employees said that they wouldn't do it yeah so they let the other women still have their own bathroom which is fine i don't want my daughter in there with some fucking dude uh, at her workplace uh-huh. but i thought it was still funny that they made an exception because the women there at that facility refused to still share a bathroom with the others yeah that's hilarious it should make sense, dude. I mean, you got to respect everybody's wishes. You know, you can't you can't just make some kind of blanket corporate demand kowtowing to the to the woke movement. Like, no, like there's realities out here. It's not 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 everything in the fucking world has to be tailored to a small small special interest group. That's not how the fucking world works. That's how dict- dictatorships work. Maybe. But that's not how the real world works. Or how it should well, work. Well, let me ask you this. 
if you were in that bathroom, okay, and you know the commercial or like the preview, like the person knocks on the door, you know, hey, can you pass me some toilet paper? How would you feel about when well, we're joking about the man pawns, you know, the tampons for the men? How would you feel about a guy in the stall next to you asking you if you have an extra man pawn? <laughs> Stick it in his butt so his mud don't leak. <laughs> yeah. But it's still quote unquote girl talk because that's what girls would consider that because they go to the bathroom together. I mean, I can't see one of my tranny male co- co-workers asking me to join him to the restroom so we can go talk through the stall. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. I don't know. Dave Chappelle said it best. I don't remember it exactly word for word. So don't quote me on this, but, uh, he basically, in a lot of his specials, especially on Netflix, uh-huh. he makes a lot of jokes, not per se against the LGBTQ movement, but um, basically indifference between uh, the the Black Lives Matter uh, and Black History versus LGBTQ. And he said, look how long uh, African-American people have been dealing with racism and they were, look how long, you know, they were trying to get freed as slaves and how long, just to this day, we are still dealing with bullshit and being segregated against just all kinds of shit racist. And he goes, and then look how fast in the last 10 years, the LGBTQ movement has moved. He said, you used to just be gay and lesbian and some people were bi and now they're queer and transgender and fucking automatopoeia and a metaphor and fucking lasagna and we've got dolphins now like yep. he oh, just yeah. wants to be equal they muted the shit out of you right there Timmy Did they really yeah you glitched up when you said automatopoeia fucking China fuck out of fit yeah China's like we don't know that word I was just making <laughs> stupid examples like dolphin and tuna <laughs> But, you uh, fucked right up. Yeah. That's what I said. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> I'm up here. Well, I don't know how to say that. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, basically shit. stating, like, nothing against them. More power to them. Uh-huh. He wants them to be free just as much as he wants, you know, the black community to be free. Uh-huh. But he's like, but we should be making equal steps towards it. You shouldn't be shutting us down to make you um, resume faster. He's like, look how long we've been dealing with this shit. We should be fucking at least freed first from our bullshit. And then you guys can go on and do what you want. He's like, I've got nothing against the, you know, the gay community. He's like, I've had, I have transgender friends. I've had transgender friends kill themselves because of fucking being hated on. Mm-hmm. He's like, and such as the black community. He's like, I've had, you know, people I've known friends be fucking killed by the police or in gang violence and shit like that and he's like we can't free ourselves from that because we're too busy fighting each other yeah Yeah. stop trying to one up each other and let's work together yeah totally and you know like the the, there's there's a, a definite really difficult to deal with nature to these kinds of things to human to human rights I guess you can call it um, I wouldn't call this human rights. What what, what would I call it? No, I, I guess it would it would fall under that that category. 
I was going to ask you, is sexual identity an actual human right? I mean, I know it's an exploitation, but... Yeah, that's interesting. Is it a human right? It's uh, it's kind of like one of those uh, freedom of ideas. You know, you're free to believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. Um, the The issue with this whole thing is because I think there's been a lot of uh, how can I how can I say it? Sorry, I just got got thrown off a little bit. Um, the issue with this thing is that there are laws associated with it and there's enforcement and when you start dealing with enforcement of ideas then you kind of get into the weeds of like okay what's a tyranny and what is just and what is deserving of attention and what's not deserving of attention there's there starts to be a hierarchy and then you start to deal with punishments and shit gets really hairy right there so in some ways, yeah, it is a human right to be able to express yourself the way that you want to express yourself. Well, well, let me ask you this. If you want to express yourself by jumping off a building, it's called suicide. Totally, yeah. But if, if you want to express yourself by mutilating your penis and committing dick suicide, it's praised. Yeah, like... You're, you're I, I, still... I was going to say, you're still manipulating your body, you're still psychologically unstable, you're, it's not normal. I mean, yeah, it's accepted, every two weeks their own, but there's all kinds of other interjections if you want to manipulate or kill yourself. Yeah. Okay. There's also... Because they're going to label you... Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, there, there, there's also um, the whole notion of like uh, further societal impacts of personal decisions too. Like, like for me, I, I get I get really angry when I read. I get angry for people, I should say, people that are angry themselves because they grew up in such a haphazard environment due to parents that were like so fucking trendy that they offered no structure that they offered the wackiest fucking structure like uh there was this there there is a director his his name is uh Lars von Trier and uh he directed uh Melancholia and a couple of other weirdo movies like that and um his parents I think in the 70s were like you know post hippie very cutting edge uh, philosophy, sociology kind of people. And what they did with him was essentially they just confused the fuck out of him because they gave him no guidance because they were following this whole notion of, oh, the free-range child. Let the child raise themselves in the way that they best can, you know? And you're just there to offer support, but they gave, they gave no structure. And so he grew up really kind of strung out and fucked up because he just fell on his ass all the time. And, uh, did whatever the fuck he wanted to a detriment and he's recovered obviously he's a successful uh, film director but you know when you think about like okay the trans parent telling their kid there are no rules to this this life in terms of 
you know, what, what role you can occupy. In some ways, that's respectable, but in other ways, that's, like, fucking chaotic as shit, man. And so they're perpetuating that, that kind of psychologically uh, disturbing uh, worldview where you leave this kid with, like, no fundamentals. That That's what pisses me off. People can do whatever they want on their own when they have the, the faculty to do that. You're autonomous and free. But when you start enforcing that stuff and confusing other people and then I don't know it gets kind of weird to me and that's the whole human rights thing right the conundrum I just don't I don't find it fair that somebody's sexual rights or human right can trump my freedom of speech or my religious beliefs yeah totally yeah that's what I'm talking about with enforcement like it shouldn't uh that's where it gets hairy. Why, why, why enforce all this stuff? Why shove it down other people's throats? It's the same thing that they they're all wanting is oh, accept me for who I am, all this bullshit, yada yada yada. But then it's when I'm like, okay, I'm Christian, I'm white, I'm a male, and I like guns. You're a fucking racist, you fucking Republican righty. You yeah, accept me for who I am. <laughs> if you want to be accepted, accept. Yeah. If you want to be an acceptee, be an acceptor. Yeah. Yep. It's not the pick and choose game. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be. You have to be logical about it. And you. You can't be uh, philosophically deceiving in the way that you that you live your life, and that's that's where I think a lot of these people have ended up, man. Is. And play baseball unless you're good at playing baseball. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did learn a, a new word or a new phrase, but it's a, uh, I don't want to call it an epidemic, but um, re, re-transitioning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. Go ahead. Okay, so you have, so everybody wants to be a, a spam smasher, you know, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> a, a spam, spam smasher. Okay. Well, then you find out that uh, spam sucks. It's bad for you. It's not that tasty. You know, yeah. it burns easy in the microwave. Yeah, sucks. And to now be that spam. you have spam is genitalia, now you went from providing all the psychological and medical care to get to all the steps. Now you have to provide a whole new strew of new all the post agony that you've once you fucking woken up from your woke movement and realized that you fucking carterized your fucking testicles. Now what do you do? Oh, I need help. Well, yeah, no shit. You know, Good luck attaching it back on. Yeah, how do you pee now? I mean, how do you take a, sh- uh, a, a, a piss through your asshole now? Well, that's, that's, uh, like a, that's the future, man. Uh, You're looking at the future with those people. When you when you just become a blob, and you got to do what you got to do. But it is called re re transitioning when you try to go back, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's gotta be. Fuck me. What's worse, you know, go coming or going? <laughs> Obviously, going. Going's worse. They, they 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 went there for the coming. They left for the going. That's all they got now. 
Do yeah. you have sympathy for re-transitioning people? No. Should I stay or should I go now? Yeah. No, not not at all. I mean, they 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 did they did something so wacky, right? Premeditated and all this stuff. Like, nah, you can't feel bad for adults that are that discover themselves to be woken up from their psychosis of thinking. Yeah, I think I, I want to change my gender now. I think I'll undergo these fucking surgeries and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and bullshit. You know, their problem. What would you say to um, a child? You know, a child could be anywhere from eight to eighteen. Where these parents are supportive of, uh, like, uh, breast augmentation, you know, big surgeries. Yeah. Um, what would you say to a child who's now 19 and finally realized that now they're an adult? Has gone through now, has all the regrets of re, uh, retransitioning. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's what, again, that's, that's going back to what, that's what pisses me off the most is the people that conf- confuse their children and they end up in situations like that. We've seen plenty of cases of it now where it's just like regret, regret, regret about the whole thing. So I think that's fucked. I think that's really dark and short-sighted of the parent that let that happen. Yeah, I think it's funny is they, you know, they get called out on it. They're like, well, look, you coddled your child so much that you basically told them that they can only be gay. And then now they're upset at you because you forced them to this lifestyle and they don't want that lifestyle. And then you lie about it and say, oh, well, we didn't force him. We just, we told him that it, it would be okay if he was gay. It'd be okay if he's straight. But remember, honey, it'll be okay if you're gay. Yeah. And you keep throwing this fucking gay into his head, and eventually he's gonna fall sick minded. Just think, oh, they think I'm gay, so I am. And now, let me ask you guys this. So, if um, I got in trouble for uh, child abuse years ago because I spanked my son, and I had to go through all kinds of classes, all kinds of shit. If corporal punishment is, is legal, how is. Genitalia modification, not child abuse. I think it would be considered uh, child abuse, you know, especially with all these, with the ability to file lawsuits and all this stuff. Like, yeah, like, I, I think it could be considered child abuse. You'd have to have a good lawyer to make, set up a precedent for that. But oh, okay, also another question. Mm-hmm. You're eight years old. You cut your kid's dick off. Now your kid's eighteen. Can you sue your parents for cutting off your dick? Probably can. You can actually. There's been a few, a few people really? that have sued their parents for fucking up a life that wasn't theirs. Uh huh. The kids have actually won. Wow. Makes sense, man. It makes sense. It's just common sense I'm not I'm not sure how, how else to put it in terms uh, make it sound more intelligent but 
Yeah, definitely. I, I totally understand why that is considered child abuse. I think it is. Child, the child has no no choice in that, you know. You're listening to your parents. You're supposed to do what your parents tell you. Yeah. It's like an abuse of power, right there. Definitely. Like I heard a story that the the, uh, the mom was a lesbian or some shit, and she had a son. Um, with this guy or whatever, and the guy left, whatever, there's no father figure, and then she becomes a lesbian. Um, and there was a son and a daughter, and the son would play with the daughter, you know, with the daughter's toys, the Barbies, stuff like that. Well, the mom took it as if the son was gay. Oh, he's playing with girl toys, so she would slowly but surely start dressing him up as a girl, and let him grow his hair out, now he's got a fucking ponytail, and he's... Slowly, slowly but surely being transformed into a girl without him even knowing and then you know grew up and uh, I, I don't know remember if, if he was one of the ones that sued the parents but it's, uh, his whole life is now fucked up because he grew up thinking he was a girl really he had a fucking pee pee <laughs> Well, I got a question for you guys. In uh, in dictatorship countries like, say, North Korea, do do they have trannies or spam sandwiches there in North Korea? Are you allowed to? Because you know, you only have a certain allowed uh, haircuts or even professions and stuff. So do they? I know, of course, in your sexual uh, districts or your red light districts, of course, you're going to have all kinds. Of, you know, you can fuck a midget pony if you want, but is it? Is the trans uh, bullshit openly accepted in the dictator country? I don't know about North Korea. North Korea is a, an exceptionally sad place. and uh, But I would think that in theocracies uh, that are still out there, no. I don't... I don't I would I would say that it's safe to assume that most theocracies are based in like an ultra conservative uh, worldview. You know, I've never never really heard of a dictator that was like tolerant of uh, such a colorful expression as transgenderism. Mm, well worded, I like that. Because mm, like uh, we'll just say um, I hate I hate using certain uh, dictator's name so we'll just say uh adolf like adolf hated um all the different people right like he was killed them all off like the disabled people the retarded yeah the retard um and the he hated the homosexuals right or the yeah. queers uh-huh yeah i wonder totally. how he uh, would uh, feel about the spam sandwiches probably the same <laughs> They're, they're, they're not, they're not his uh, image of the. That you can fit into this tightly constrained nationalist, uh, ideal. That he had. That shit was crazy, dude. That shit is crazy. I, I don't, I don't know if that could ever happen again. I would like to think that it wouldn't. But I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Gonna be Vladimir Putin if he fucking wins over Ukraine. 
Dude. Speaking of Vladimir Putin, you guys see that the there was like a drone attack and Vladimir almost got assassinated. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, I believe it's just propaganda, but yeah, I saw the footage. Yeah, yeah, I I think it might be propaganda, and also it was so funny to me because there, I guess they had like an official statement, right? And they showed the footage, and they're like, "This was an act of terrorism." And we will respond in kind. But yeah, that that's terrorism. But what the fucking Russian government is perpetrating on its own people and that's, bombing schools. Yeah, that, that's not fucking terrorism. That's like that's fair play. Yeah, because the issue with it is because su- supposedly the you know the the per- supposed uh, propaganda is uh, Ukraine sent the drones but they were american drones that we let ukraine have well yeah so russia thought things thought it was uh the u.s at first and now we're all on fucking like defcon three or whatever yeah that's fucking funny they're just trying i don't know dude like the controllers are trying to fucking uh come up with a real good one to make the, the first missile strikes on Los Angeles sound real legitimate, <laughs> you know, like we really deserved it. Well, yeah, you know, any war is kicked off with some sort of a false flag attack. So totally, yeah. There were, it's only expected a matter of time of uh, whether you wanted to call it a Pearl Harbor 9-11, we'll call it nine twelve. Yeah. Can there, we, there has to be something. Can we call it 311? <laughs> that's fucked up. There'd be a lot of racist people or people claiming that's racist. Oh, I guess so. I was thinking of the band. All right. Yeah, but, you know, Se- remember, the controversy is 311. Yeah, yeah. And what? 311 also has a song called Don't Tread On Me. Uh-huh. Really? That's a really good song. It's very, very reggae-y. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right, let's call it 7-Eleven then. 7-Eleven yeah. is a lot better. No, no, you cannot blame this on me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Every year I give you free slushy. You bastard. I, I give you free slushy, you don't call 7-Eleven. <laughs> call it 8-12. Hey, guys, I got I to gotta be in the Long Beach early, so I'm going to step out. Maybe you guys continue on. But... Yeah, there's right. spam in my pants. I just want everyone to know that spam in my pants. Ooh, spam right. in his pants. All right, same here. And uh, I'm probably gonna. Well, I have to get up early. I have to go to a chiropractor appointment in Corona. So I will see. I will Are you gonna go to Corona while drinking a Corona? Uh, maybe if I had a Tesla to rent. Yeah. It's gonna eat a Corona mushroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There you go. I'll do that instead. <laughs> All right, you guys, that was good. To... Your yeah. joints move. Yeah. Nice of you to nice of you to pop in again, Tim. We'll do it again next week. Oh yeah. All right, boys. Sounds good. Have a good night. Legit propaganda. China. Yep. Legit propaganda for <laughs> life. Yeah, you guys. Hi. Congratulations, you've made it to the end of another Legit Propaganda transmission. Uh, If this 
podcast was uh, particularly painful to you or felt a little bit more targeted than usual at your feelings, well, sorry, Cupcake. It's just some things that are kind of uh, not so fluffy in life. Anyway, really glad to have listeners across the world. And uh, we're just dudes, man. We're just trying to be normal and um, talking about normal shit that dudes talk about. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just really important. I, I'm always pleasantly surprised by how relieved I feel sometimes after we record a podcast. Being able to have a space to where you can make at least the digital record of your growth as a person, and your growth of, uh, the growth of your worldview. It's really nice to look back on and to be able to share it with other people. And, you know, sometimes we're mistaken about things. Sometimes, you know, pretty sure people will just be like, oh my God, these guys are total morons on this subject. Why are they even talking? Well, we're just villagers and uh, we're doing what we can. So in conclusion, uh, this uh, ending song is called Modern Man by Bad Religion off of the album Against the Grain. It's a great album. If you're into Bad Religion, it's, uh, you know, it's one of the greatest albums that they ever made. And this song is of a particular, uh, well, I have a particular reverence for this song. It set me on a path of uh, pursuing uh, philosophical education early on in life. And if not for bad religion, I really don't know what kind of person I would be. Um, But I heard them when I was really young and all of the ideas and the naturalist worldview formed a big part of who I am today. And uh, hope you enjoy it. Have a good rest of your week, and thanks for listening to Legit Propaganda. Along with attitude. Yeah, that's a band that I still
Fucking tragic epic on you 